The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet, with Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D. from Soul Matters Ministry in Olympia, Washington. If you'd like to join in the discussion, email us at spiritofrecovery at unity.fm or call into the program with your questions. Now, here's your host, Reverend Anna Schaus. Welcome to the Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet where we support your spiritual growth in recovery. My name is Anna Schaus, and I'm your host, and thank all of you for listening with us today. We're very glad that you've joined us. We love getting the opportunity to broadcast on the topic of recovery and spirituality. We want to thank you for your comments uh, and liking us on Facebook on the Spirit of Recovery page and also for sending us emails. And thank you so much for listening and for participating with us here at Spirit of Recovery. And also, we are grateful that you let your friends, the people in your network, your people in your recovery and your unity community, your other spiritual communities, know about the spirit of recovery. Um, We're very glad, too, to be bringing you guests that always are touching your heart, that are getting you thinking, and that are opening you up to new ideas, to inspiration and possibilities on this recovery journey. And every week we do talk about topics that are important to the recovery community. We have guests who are down-to-earth, knowledgeable, and innovative, people who are in recovery themselves or who work with or write for recovering people, and who bring you practical information that you can use in lively discussions that get you thinking. You know, of course, that you can listen to Spirit of Recovery um, through your computer. You can listen on your smartphone, and you can listen to our archives anytime 24-7 at www.unity.fm backslash program backslash Spirit of Recovery. Spirit of Recovery is a welcoming place. And so if you're a person who's in recovery from any kind of an addiction or if you're a family member who's in your own recovery as a family member or a family member or friend of someone that has the disease of addiction, whether or not they are in recovery or you're simply looking for information, you just want to learn more about the process of recovery, we welcome you here to the Spirit of Recovery and welcome your participation in our discussions. Again, my name is Anna Schaus and I'm your Spirit of Recovery host. I'm a unity minister and an addictions counselor. I'm also a person who has in my own circle of love and friendship many people with the disease of addiction. And over 30 years ago, those relationships got me started on an active path of personal growth, recovery, and spiritual development. And my walk is an integration of the unity principles and recovery principles that keeps richly transforming my life and keeps me growing in ever deeper ways. And I am grateful and I'm delighted to have the opportunity to share these ideas with you, to share these great guests with you, and to hear what you're experiencing in your recovery and spirituality walk. Today, our topic is about the soundtrack for recovery. You know, uh, when we have a soundtrack, a lot of times it makes our journey a little bit easier and more joyful. Creativity also uh, supports recovery, whether we're listening to the creative work of others or whether we are creating ourselves. Uh, through some artistic venues. Creativity is a real important part of celebrating and creating a roadmap for recovery. Today, my guest is a musician, a songwriter, a teacher, um, a humorist, Kathy Moser. 
and Kathy shares her passion for music and recovery and the gifts that coming from, come from creating your own songs. She is a nationally touring songwriter, performer, teacher, social artist, and she believes in bringing positive change to the world through music. Her concerts are joyful, humorous, and uh, you'll see today how she does have a great sense of humor in what she says and also through her music. Uh, Kathy's also devoted to giving songwriting workshops for people who are in recovery, and uh, they are. She'll be telling us about that today and how her songwriting workshops are not only fun, but that they actually develop practical recovery skills. And you can learn more about the work that Kathy does at www. Kathy with a K K A T H Y Mosier M O S E R dot com. So, Kathy, welcome to the Spirit of Recovery. Hi, Anna. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm thrilled to be with you. Thank you so much. We, uh, I'm just looking forward to hearing some of your music. We are going to be hearing some of that today, and also uh, hearing you tell us uh, about the backstory, about how you came into all of this, and what it is that really lights you up about sharing music with people in recovery. So, how did you get recovery and music in, engaged with each other? Well, you know, it's funny that, um, honestly, the um, opportunity, I had an opportunity before um, I came into recovery to do a songwriting program for the Boys and Girls Club of Newark. And um, at that time, I had not yet, you know, come into this this way of life. And um, I was sure that they would drug test me uh, in order to be able to work with these kids. And so it was actually, the songwriting uh workshops was actually like a motivating factor in helping me to get into recovery. But then once I was in recovery, um, I just realized after a while that the process of songwriting just in so many ways mirrors, matches, and reinforces the process of recovery. Um, And also, you know, music has for so many people been a part of their negative soundtrack. And um, that kind of breaks my heart that this thing I love so much, music, has been in some cases, a negative influence for people. So to have the opportunity to write positive recovery songs and uh, flip the script on that and have the soundtrack for recovery and have music be something that actually enhances people's recovery um, was really uh, interesting and exciting to me. Mm-hmm. That's great. When you do uh, your concerts, Kathy, do you do them on uh, only recovery topics or do you have other topics? I know it. Uh, in lots of ways, you have a broad reach. What's what's the motivation yeah. for your concerts? Well, I have two different. I have two different kind of careers. I have my regular singer songwriter career, um, and then I have this recovery uh, music that I'm doing. And sometimes they overlap, and sometimes they don't. Um, you know, most of the songs that we're going to, all the songs actually we're going to hear today on the program are not songs that I wrote. They're songs that I co-wrote with, um, like literally with 25 people in two hours in the songwriting workshops that we do in um, recovery facilities around the country, Um, which I know sounds crazy, but the cool thing is that songwriting is like recovery in that we'll start at the beginning of a two-hour time with no song and we'll, like, remain open-minded and we'll let the process unfold and we'll walk into the unknown together, which is all just like recovery, and um, come out of it two hours later with a finished song which has just been incredible. Um, it's also been great because uh, many people, when they first come into recovery, do not realize how much joy there is. A lot of people think they're never going to have fun again. Um, they don't see how they're going to you know, be able to go places and do things. And so we have a lot, a lot of fun in our workshops, which is, is crucial. It's really important because joy is what recovery is about. Right. That takes a lot of guts to start out uh with a whole group of people there and, and a blank page and maybe even a blank mind and walk into that. What are the logistics of your workshops? How, how exactly does, do you start that process? Um, we'll start with the topic. So um, one of the songs we're going to hear today, the song Walking Through This Door, um, the director of that facility, um, I always query the directors or the facility to say, is there a topic that it would be you know, useful for your community to be focusing on. Um, and the director said she wanted the women to focus on their strengths. So um, we talked. We ended up talking about strengths, and one woman said, my strength is walking through this door, and my hope is what I'm striving for. And I was like, oh, well, there you go. Um, 
So we do like, we'll start with the topic, we'll do brainstorming, um, and we have a, um, everyone has a notebook, and then we also have the um, laptop connected to a projector so we can see the words happening over the, you know, on the wall or on the screen. And we'll just brainstorm together um, and, and unfold. And then just like recovery, we'll look for the easiest place to start. We'll, you know, we'll look for the most logical spot to start. Sometimes someone will have said something that rhymes or really catches the essence of what we want to say or is just really poetic. Um, so then, just like recovery, once we have a piece that we feel confident with that we know is working, we'll start with that part and then just and go from there. And every time we get blocked up, we'll go back to the part we know is working and repeat that and then go back out. Um, it's definitely a balance. Like I say to people all the time, I'm the midwife of the song. I'm not the mother. Um, but I am, you know, a full-time professional musician. I've been playing music for 40 years. Um, I have no preconceived notion when we begin, but I do have a lot of tricks up my sleeve. Um, so I have a lot of ability to um, guide the process. Um, and then, so, yeah, it's kind of insane. It's If you tell professional songwriters that you're writing a song with 25 people in two hours, they just can't believe it. But we've come out with some great songs. Um, and then what else is cool is that many times people in those workshops, most of them are not musicians, and they've never done anything They've never written a song before, um, which is another great thing to be able to, you know, help them have this experience in recovery that they never thought they would have. And it just really helps support, you know, open-mindedness and, and relaxed playfulness and creativity. Hmm. So um, when you start uh, what writing these songs, people must have a lot of reactions, I would think, in a group of 25 people doing this. What do you see on people's faces, or do they interact with each other? What do you? What goes on in the in this process from individuals? Well, you can actually, you know, one of my jobs is to try and and try and be very aware of how people are feeling and 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 when they're processing. And one thing we'll do is we'll get to a certain point, um, and we'll need someone to sing it. And we'll we will have hopefully, you know, we've written the words. Um, oh, and one thing I wanted to say about the words is, you know, sometimes people are really, um, not everyone is thrilled to have the opportunity to be in recovery, you know, in, in a rehab or a halfway house, not everyone is there voluntarily. So one thing I tell people is, if you are not into this topic, if this makes you angry, um, please tell me about that in a poetic fashion. You, you know, because honesty, this is another way in which art and recovery um, are have commonality is that what's so powerful in recovery is when people are honest. And it's also the same thing that makes art powerful. Um, so this other this song that we're going to play for you, um, one girl said, she said, I don't want to feel it because I don't want to deal with it because I, I know if I reveal it, then I'll have to heal with it. And she was just, she was really, you know, she just like spit out this perfectly rhyming section, but she was sitting there with her arms crossed and like that look on her face, like she didn't want to be there. And I was like, thank you so much because you've told us the truth and you did it poetically. And now we can use that as the bridge of the song. Um, so that's a really, um, it's a, another way to invite people in, let them know they can be where they are and still be part of the process. Um, right. And then when we get enough words together, we'll look at the song and we will ask, ask ourselves and each other, what kind of song does this look like it's going to want to be? Is this a rock song? Is this a hip-hop song? Is this a country song? Um, and then we'll start to play with some musical grooves, and then we'll ask somebody to just sing it. And what, at that point, we'll notice that you'll see sometimes someone will be looking at the words, and the music is playing, and they're moving their lips. And I know that they're singing it in their head. And so when I find that person, I'm like, okay, will you come sing this out loud for us? Um, and we've had some really amazing moments in which people that you just never would have thought were going to be the people to get up and sing have gotten up and just sang spectacularly. That's great. Let's hear that song that you were just talking about. It's Walking Through the Door. And do you want to tell us, you've told us a lot about it. Anything else you'd like to say about it before we hear it, Kathy? Um, am I allowed to tell you, like, where it was written, what facility it was from? Sure, sure, if that's okay, okay. with them. Yep. Yeah, so this is this is written at Emerson House in Gosnold on Cape Cod, and it's a halfway house for women, um, some of whom have their babies with them. Fantastic. So here we go, walking through the door by the women at Emerson Halfway House. Mm-hmm. 
That's a powerful song, Kathy. Those words are amazing. I know. I, we really felt like we had just like a, I mean, sometimes it's the process. It's amazing. But sometimes we get, we, you know, it's a miracle. It feels like a miracle. It's just, um, we, we've been singing that song all over. And what's really cool is, you know, one of the things that can happen from creativity is that I believe that creativity done spiritu- with spirituality is actually an act of service. Many people think, you know, you could think that it's an act of ego, but I, I hope that everyone has had the, the experience of being at a performance where they felt like the performer had really given them a gift. So one thing when we set this up is that we tell people that if we write a song that is really, that really, you know, succeeds as a song, that then we'll have the opportunity for that song to go around the country and get played at concerts all over the place. Um, I would just like to say that because, of course, we're recording the original recording was done in a halfway house. I can't can't broadcast that because those people have privacy. So the clips that you'll hear today, although I was just a co-writer on them, um, I re-recorded them, so they're just in my voice. Um, but yeah, some of these songs we've gotten to play, you know, for hundreds and hundreds of people around the country. Um, so that's pretty special. It is. Tell me how you believe that it impacts the listeners as you take it around the country when they know where this song came from, how's the impact of that different than if uh, they think that, you know, just yourself or or any other individual wrote it? Well, I think for people in recovery, knowing that it was written by people in recovery, for people in recovery, is kind of, um, is, is special. I, you know, I am a professional songwriter, but one thing I really believe in is that creativity is everybody's birthright. And when I perform a song like that, um, and people know that it was written by non-professional musicians, I think it just makes everybody's world bigger, um, makes people more apt to try something, um, to try something new, um, and walk into the unknown together. So um, I just think it's it's um, you know it it's uh, we're so used to like a professionalized art world where all art is professional, but. You know, the biggest history of music is people playing and writing music um, with their communities and for their communities. The whole rock star thing is a, is a modern aberration. Um, music is something that's meant for everybody to be able to do. Good point. You know, and just to connect um, back to the spirituality aspect of it is all kinds of artists will tell you that they don't know where the art comes from. And this is um, this is one of the ways in which we can open ourselves up to a higher a higher knowing, to a spiritual plane, to a different a way of accessing information. Um, you know, which especially is is um, sweet and powerful when we're thinking about being of service in the world. You know, let my let me open myself up to my highest good so that I can be of service to others. Um, so there's definitely that big part of that spirituality, and I would tell you that I would say that. Even with 25 people in the room, when it's all done, we can't tell you exactly how we got from no song to a song. That's incredible. Kathy, it's time for our first break. We will be right back. Stay with us. This is Spirit of Recovery. My guest is Kathy Mosier, and our topic is Soundtrack for Recovery. We'll be right back. It takes you to power Unity Online Radio. If you'd like to make a positive difference in the world, you can by contributing to this global ministry. Unity Online Radio relies on listener support to broadcast the messages of unity to an awakening world. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now.
John is looking for adventure. Mumbai is a must-see, and the night safari, that's one for the life list. Joe is seeking a little Eastern enlightenment. As the Buddha said, it is better to travel well than to arrive. Both find peace in daily meditation. Both Joe and John will find exactly what they're seeking on Spirit of the East, a 14-day voyage from Singapore to Mumbai. And so will you. Join us April 17th through May 1st, 2013. Spirit of the East, a perfect blend of relaxation and adventure. Explore more at unity.org slash spirit of the East. Are you ready to take a quantum leap into greater self-acceptance and love and freedom from suffering by connecting all your parts, especially those you deem broken? If so, join Mark Anthony Lord, founder and spiritual director of the Bodhi Spiritual Center in Chicago, every Monday at 1 p.m. Central, as he helps you understand there's nothing wrong with you. You are perfect just the way you are. This show is for you so you can know you're not alone and that you really matter and that miracles are right here within you and all around you. From this knowing, anything and everything becomes possible. Each week, Mark will be joined by amazing guests who share their journeys of awakening. Listen live on Mondays at 1 p.m. Central or download the podcast at your convenience or subscribe via iTunes to Nothing Broken Here with Mark Anthony Lord. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet, with Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D., If you'd like to share your questions, comments, and experience with today's topics, call us now or email us at spiritofrecovery at unity.fm. We now return to Spirit of Recovery. Welcome back to Spirit of Recovery. We're very glad that you're with us today. And if you're just joining us, our topic is Soundtrack for Recovery. And my guest is Kathy Moser. Kathy is a professional musician who shares her passion for music and recovery and the gifts that come from creating one's own songs. Kathy is a nationally touring songwriter, performer, teacher, and social artist, and she does bring positive change to the world through music. And she's just gotten back from a tour uh, to Wyoming and Colorado, where she uh, gave performances and also gave her songwriting workshops to uh, Recovery High School and some other uh, places, and she'll tell us some more about that. And and her songwriting workshops are she are not only lots of fun and not <clears throat> wonderful part of the creative flow process, but they actually teach skills for recovery. Before I get back to my conversation with Kathy, I invite you to join me for a moment of quiet, for a moment of peaceful reflection and a constructive idea in the Serenity Minute. So I invite you to relax, to let go, to feel that tension just releasing from your body and allowing your mind to open and share with me this constructive idea and this moment of quiet. I let the music of my soul sing through me. I let the music of my soul sing through me. Thank you, friends, for joining me in the Serenity Minute. And I hope that that opened you up to some of that awareness of the presence of your higher power in the midst of your life, in your day. And now we're back to my conversation with our guest, Kathy Moser, and talking about Soundtrack for Recovery. 
So, Kathy, uh, before the break, you were telling us about that wonderful creative process and um, how you take the songs um, out on the road a lot of times, too, and share them with other people in recovery as an act of service. You were talking with us about the spirituality of uh, the creative process. Tell us some more about how of that, how uh, spirituality can be so much a part of that, and creativity really isn't about the ego. Tell us some more about spirituality and the, the creative process. Well, I, I would say one of the main um, qualities of spirituality is to be present in the moment, and this is totally true in, in creativity. Um, you just need to be feeling what's coming through and and I know that sounds so it sounds so weird but we've all had these experiences with intuition and um you know one of the recovery books says that intuition will be eventually become a working part of the mind so this ability to just um, be open to be present in the moment and also to be open-minded and not have preconceived notions about how this should go a lot of times artists have this experience which sounds a little funny when you talk about it, but is that the work of art eventually develops a, a mind of its own or a way of being of its own. A song will just want to go in a particular direction, although you might think with your rational mind that it should go a different way. The song itself or the painting or the drawing or the play or the movie eventually develops almost like its own life force. Um, so remaining open to that and uh, you know, trying to write the, best, the song the way the song wants to go is definitely a part of spirituality. Um, I think also remaining just relaxed is um, you know, one thing we're always going for in meditation and, and prayer. And to remain relaxed and lighthearted and not take it too seriously uh, feels to me also like spirituality, you know, to remain relaxed when mistakes are happening. Um, and to be open-minded you know, when we're doing this as a group, a lot of times what will happen is is one of the quieter people will have a, a really profound and important idea that um, this forum kind of gives an ability to give voice to everyone in the group. And I, I believe that that's some way related to spirituality too, is to, to listen to the quieter one, ones among us and to create space for them to be heard. Um, so those are some of the ways in which it, it spirituality and creativity are friends with each other. You have a song, we're going to hear that, called I'm Open. That's what you're telling us here, that for that creativity to flow and spirituality to flow, we need to be open. Would you share some things with us about this song, I'm Open, before we hear it? Yeah, this song was written, again, this, is, this um, song was also written at Emerson House in Gosnold on Cape Cod. And, you know, we do this process, called, which I call explorament, which is not a word, but I, I use it a lot. It's an idea of explore and experiment mushed together. And a lot of times what we're doing in this process is experimenting on a particular topic. And um, when I perform this song, um, I say to people, you know, what if you're wrong about the way you thought life was before you came into recovery? And what if that's good news? What if it turns out life isn't the way you thought it was, and that's great news? What if people aren't out to get you? What if there is a place for you in this world? Um, so playing with the idea of being open-minded and you know, being able to look and see where the way we were thinking before did not serve us and might not have been as in touch with reality and being relaxed about that and going like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change and I'm going to take a risk here. You know, A lot of people come into recovery feeling very guarded and um, to take an appropriate risk where you're letting go of some of your survival skills and and putting them down and just being open to what unfolds. All right. Here it is. I'm Open, written by the women in the Emerson Halfway House on Cape Cod with our guest, Kathy Moser. I need to find a place to make a stand. I'm so sick of all my ways and all my plans. Arms outstretched though I'm unsure I want to believe love and be pure I always find myself wherever I go But I am open to something more than what I know I'm open to letting go I'm open to go with the flow I'm open, let go of the wind 
gonna take a chance and tell you how I feel I'm praying for open ears to stay open-minded I can hear perfectly fine but my views are blinded I'm looking for change but I can't seem to find it I hit the bottom and that's when I decided I always find myself wherever I go But I am open to something more than what I know I'm open to letting go I'm open to go with the flow I'm open, let go of the wheel I'm gonna take a chance to tell you how I feel All right. That's a good one. It gets a lot of ideas in there about that, about being open and about uh, being willing to let go of one's assumptions. Not an easy task. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I think one of the ways that that song kind of aligns with uh, the unity values is like to not focus on the negative past, but be aware of it, but be, but be looking towards the positive future. Right. That's right. Now, when you do these workshops, Kathy, you have um, actually uh, a list of gifts that people get from the songwriting process. And uh, they're pretty incredible gifts that people get. How did you come up with this list and how do you use it? Um, well, I just I, I thought about it. Um, some of the gifts in particular, first of all, I'd like to say that these gifts of the songwriting process we're about to talk about are actually available in any creative process, including like woodworking or cooking, gardening, um, and also in other things like sports. Um, and some of them are things that we don't necessarily think of as a gift, um, especially one of my favorites is the gift of repetition. Um, in music, 10 is a small number. If you're trying to learn something new, um, you just you have to allow yourself to do it over and over. So um, I think it's an underestimated gift in our culture. We don't see people rehearsing. We don't see people practicing. And we don't realize that you can go from not being able to do something to being able to do it if you just give yourself the gift of letting yourself do it over and over and over again and remaining relaxed and, and gentle with yourself while you're trying that. Um, the gift of imperfection, you know, the only way to get from not that great to slightly better to, to decent to good is to not freak out at not that great, you know, at the, at the beginning of the process and to remain relaxed as, as it goes slowly getting better. Um, another one of the gifts that I think we sort of underestimate in our culture is the gift of going slow. You know, in recovery, we try and do things one step at a time, one day at a time to do it really slowly. So, for example, like in a rap song or in that song, when people are singing the words very quickly, we will have in rehearsal done them very, very slowly. Um, And people are amazed at, at how just allowing themselves to slow down and do something a bunch of times over um, will really create success for them. Um, Another one is the gift of walking into the unknown. I think in the songwriting process, just like in the recovery process, it's easy to start very strong and have it really feel great. And then you're going to get to a certain point in the process when you've been doing it for a little while, maybe we've been writing for 45 minutes, and it feels like it's not working. And the important thing at that point is to keep going and to keep taking the actions you want to go in the direction that you want to go into um, and not freak out when it's not working, but to just keep taking the right actions. And I had referred to the gift of the group that the more different people you have, the more kinds of solutions you have, and tolerating differences leads to success. Um, The gift of service. Um, The gift of mistakes. You know, so many times in art, amazing good things come by mistake. Um, And in our lives, you know, there's things we use all the time. Um, For example, Post-it notes were developed by mistake. Um, the guy who developed that, he, he had this glue and he went around to his company saying, I have this really good glue. It kind of sticks, but it kind of doesn't. And they were like, no, actually, that's just bad glue. And he was like, no, no, no. It took him 10 years, you know, to get, um, to get those stickies, like, um, commercially made. Um, another big thing that was discovered by mistake was America. Um, 
So, and then also the gift of completion. When we do these songwriting workshops, we are done in two hours. We have a finished song. And for many, many people in recovery, uh, completion is not something that we are used to, you know, or that we've allowed ourselves. Um, so in any creative process that you might be experiencing in your life, you know, let yourself do it a bunch of times to allow it to not be perfect, to give yourself to going, the gift of going slow, of keeping going when it's not going well, you know, and then, and then letting yourself finish it all the way to the done. Um, these are all gifts of any creative process, but we get to experience it particularly in these songwriting workshops. Those are powerful gifts. We have a caller on the line, Donna. Donna, thank you for calling in. Do you have a question or a comment thank for you my for guest? being there. You're welcome. Uh, yes, I do. I've had the blessing of uh, being present when Kathy Moser is uh, performing, and one of the gifts that she's given me, and I think everybody who's in the room, is a gift of trust. She trusts us with her true self, and she in turn infers us to trust ourselves with her, yeah, to bring our emotion and our imperfection into the space and to be able to explore ourselves you know, in a safe environment where, you know, in sobriety, uh, it, it's the discovery of a whole new plane of reality. Yeah, and just the idea that we can trust ourselves, whatever our emotions and our feelings are, with another person who is just so accepting of our humanity and her own humanity. And that gift that gets shared back and forth of trust is um, something that might not have been natural without recovery in our lives. And it's something that she nurtures so beautifully. And I'm very grateful for having the opportunity to be in her presence. That's oh, thanks, great. Donna. And Donna, how has Thank that imp- impacted your life in your recovery to have that that kind of trust and acceptance? Uh, it allows me to speak the truth without the fear of being judged. In uh, being able to see my past and the way it affects my present and my future more clearly because I can voice it out loud. I can start to to filter through the difference between my voice and the voices of the people around me and the voices of a disease and the voices of dysfunction versus the voices that are the reality that I want to live. Right. Kathy, yeah. what would... What would you say to that? How do, how is it that the process you do does support what Donna has um, is saying here? I think it's because uh, in recovery, people have loved me, um, and they've loved me as I truly am, and they've uh, I feel safe in that way. And and once it's like that, you know, that just makes it it's kind of contagious. That safety and that love and that acceptance is just um, it, it's contagious. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's see the light in a whole new way. That's right. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's it's like that. What happens in the synergy of groups? It's that and and passing it along, passing along those gifts of of recovery, the honesty and the trust. It's good yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And that remaining relaxed. I mean, sometimes I'll make a mistake, and um, I've learned to just be very light with myself. You know, when I make a mistake in front of a whole group of people, like I did a workshop in front of a whole group of teenagers in Wyoming last week, and when we went to record, I hadn't plugged the microphone in. (laughs) And I just decided to think it was funny and go directly to fixing it, you know, rather than being horrified that I had done something kind of unprofessional there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's cool. Well, you know, it reminds me of... Being human is very professional. That's right. That's part of it, isn't it? Uh, (laughs) Donna, thank you for calling. Thank you so thank much, you. And, and thank you for thank uh, you for uh, giving Kathy a, a platform to share the message. You're welcome. She's got appreciate a bright light to shine, doesn't she? She sure does. Thanks she again, does. Donna. I really appreciate Let's... it. Thank you. Uh huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, Bye. So.
Kathy, it sounds like uh, what you're talking about there with your forgetting to plug the mic in is like that song, Fake It Till You Make It. So Totally. Tell us about that one and then we'll hear it. We wrote this song at Alina Lodge, and um, this is definitely has one of those creative mistakes in it, this chorus that, the, that we wrote together. Um, we thought it was the bridge of the song, and it turned out when, once we like, hung out with the song and spent some time with it, as I said, you know, songs have their own way, and, and it came to us that this is actually the chorus of the song. And Fake It Till You Make It, um, I always think of um, Wax On, Wax Off, the Karate Kid movie. You know, there's, there's definitely motions that you can take that even if you're not feeling it and you're not believing it, if you do it, um, you'll get the results eventually. All right, here we go. Fake It Till You Make It, written by women in where now? This is called Alina Lodge. It's in Blair, Alina Lodge. New Jersey. All right. Destiny and I can love the person I couldn't see. The person I was intended to be. Fake it till you make it agitated. Fake it till you make it I'm frustrated. Fake it till you make it make it become something that's real. Fake it till you make it agitated. Fake it till you make it I'm frustrated. Fake it till you make it make it become something that's That voice inside your heart just spoke. Fake it till you make it agitated. Fake it till you make it I'm frustrated. Fake it till you make it make it become something that's real. Fake it till you make it agitated. Fake it till you make it I'm frustrated. Fake it till you make it make it become something that's real. Finally. All right, that was Fake It Till You Make It. Here's time for our break. Stay with us on Spirit of Recovery. Soundtrack for Recovery is our topic, and my guest is Kathy Moser, musician and teacher. We'll be right back. Do you sometimes feel as though the door to happiness has closed and there's no other door in sight? In her book, Ask Yourself This... Unity Minister Wendy Craig Purcell reminds us that Everything happens for a reason. We've all experienced situations which felt like anything but good. We may have lost our job or gone through a divorce or experienced some other dark night of the soul. Yet those very experiences, when met spiritually, can lead us to a much greater good. The lost job, can be what finally motivates us to discover the work that truly feeds our soul. The ending of a marriage can trigger us to do the emotional healing and personal growth work we've been avoiding for years. Every one of us can look back at negative or painful experiences in our lives and say that they turned out to be the best, worst things that ever happened to us. For more insight from Wendy Craig Purcell, read Ask Yourself This from Unity House Books. If you're focused on getting the right answers, Ask Yourself This emphasizes the importance of asking the right questions. Order your copy today at www.unity.org. Did you know that you are supported in your quest to create a more fulfilling life? In fact, spiritual psychology suggests that the key to purposeful living lies in your ability to embrace all of who you are and everything life has brought your way. Jesse Harriet wants to talk with you about how to do just that, being yourself and becoming yourself. That's what living on purpose is all about. Call in with your questions and comments for Jesse live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Central on Living on Purpose, where we blend psychology and ancient wisdom, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
You've been listening to Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet with Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D. If you have a question, comment, or experience with today's topic you'd like to share, call us now or email us at spiritofrecovery at unity.fm. We now return to Spirit of Recovery. Welcome back to Spirit of Recovery. We're very glad that you're with us today. If you're just joining us, our topic is Soundtrack for Recovery, and my guest is Kathy Moser. Kathy is a a professional musician. She joins together her passion for recovery and for music by uh, conducting songwriting workshops with people that are in halfway houses or in uh, treatment centers in early recovery. She's been explaining to us this fantastic creative process that she uses with groups to write songs that are really an important part of the recovery process and an important part of spirituality. And um, Kathy really believes in changing the world through music, and she's doing a great job of it. You can learn more about Kathy and her work at www.kathymoser.com, and that's K-A-T-H-Y-M-O-S-E-R.com, K-A-T-H-Y-M-O-S-E-R. So, Kathy, tell us a little bit about this recent tour you just went on. Who were you uh, working with on this tour? Um, I was just, I toured with a girl named Trina Hamlin, who's a really gifted musician, harmonica player. And um, we did a series of concerts um, in Colorado and Wyoming and workshops. Um, we played at the Harmony Foundation, which is up in Estes Park, Colorado. And the concerts that we do are very interactive. All of these songs, um, we hand out lyrics and we have people either up singing with us or singing from their seats. Um, and then we were also up in Wyoming um, at Reach Recovery High School, which is something, you know, it's worth mentioning. Not a lot of people know that there are recovery high schools all over the country where young people who are trying to get clean and sober have the opportunity to be in a high school that supports that. Um, so Reach is up in Casper, Wyoming. And we were working with those students there, both performing for them and also um, doing songwriting workshops with them. And um, we just had some amazing experiences up there. We had a girl who um, they told us she might not even stay in the room because she had such bad anxiety. And she got up and actually sang with us and turned out to be really gifted, which nobody knew because she'd never said anything. Um, So we had a great experience um, there. And then we also played at the uh, Unity Church in Boulder on our way back down and out. So it's really, really, it's a total gift to be able to be traveling and playing music and being in amazing places like that and being of service at the same time. Mm-hmm. I know that part of what happens in recovery and I'm sure happens in your workshops is that, uh, again, in one piece of recovery literature, it says people uh, like us are from different walks of life and would not normally mix, except that we're in recovery. So how does the work you do break down some of those barriers of class and age and race and gender and all those things that our society gets so involved with well i think one thing is it just becomes obvious that people have different gifts to bring to the process um and you know many times especially in rehabs and treatment centers um those are communities therapeutic communities and people who are don't know each other and are coming together um we had a great experience recently at um gosnold on cape cod where we were writing a song with them and one of the younger men in the group uh, maybe in his 20s, uh, said to one of the women who was maybe, I would guess she was in her 60s, um, he said, hey, Mary, this is where you're going to use that word, word. He was like giving her a little um, dictionary lesson on, you know, current slang terminology. Hmm. And that's one thing I like about recovery and creativity have this in common, that we don't care how old you are, and we don't care where you're from, and we don't care what your history is. Um, in recovery, if you need help, we want to help you. And in creativity and in music, we don't care who you are. If you can play, you're in, you know. So um, it's just a way for people to, to meet um, in a, on a different plane than they might get to meet on an average day, you know. And to be able to make some songs that will have a mashup, you know, to often some of the older members will never have written or really been exposed to hip-hop, um, which is such a powerful art form. Um, and then just this weekend, I wrote with a woman at Alina Lodge, we wrote a song called Slow Briety. And um, <laughs> one of the women was in her 60s and a big, one of those like rabid Frank Sinatra fans. 
And so we ended up writing this lounge song, like a real like horns and, you know, lounge song um, about sobriety. And what was cool is that a bunch of the younger women there had never heard that kind of music, but one of the young girls in her 20s turned out to be great at singing it. Um, so, you know, we live in the ghetto of our age group in this culture, and it doesn't serve us because the old people have something so much to offer to the younger people. Um, and we, we just need all of those, you know, we need to be together in those ways. So creativity can do that. You've got a song, Transparency, that really uh, expresses those ideas. Tell us about that and we'll hear it. Yeah, well, it, it doesn't express them as much as it demonstrates them. This song was written by the women Adelina Lodge, and one of the um, one contingent and um, was very hardcore into hip hop, and also one of the older women was a Broadway singer, and so we ended up writing this song that has a Broadway chorus and hip hop verses. And what some of the younger women did was, this song is about being your authentic self and allowing people to see who that is, um, which is something that's very scary for us when we first come into to recovery. But this is another place where I think recovery and spirituality are friends with each other because truly it must be that we're here to be ourselves. Um, and authenticity is definitely a function of spirituality, I believe, and also what makes art powerful. Um, so when some of the younger girls took the older women's experiences and put it into the hip-hop verses and then the older women wrote this um, uh, Broadway chorus for the song, and the song is called Transparency. And I'm rapping. I'm not the best rapper, but please bear with me. <laughs> All right, here we go. Transparency. I don't want to hide the authentic me. See what's inside. Transparency. You ever get lost in the fog inside of your head? You don't want to be here and you don't want to be dead. The thoughts keep on racing and you don't want to think. So you shoot up that poison and you drink on that drink. You know living this way ain't good enough for you. It's so obvious when the tape plays through. You're tired of the questions. You're tired of lying. Your addiction tells you give up. Ain't no point in trying. You're tired of complaining and you're tired of being screwed. And the question they keep asking you is what you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna, what you gonna, what you gonna do? I don't want to hide the authentic me. See what's inside transparency. Wow. Oh, my. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. I know that uh, our listeners want to know how they can hear these songs again. So how can they hear them? The easiest way to hear them is because they were written by such large groups. Um, it, they're not I, they're not recordable, um, but there are videos up, up on YouTube of almost all of them uh, that you heard today. Actually, all of the ones you heard today are up on YouTube. You could just search under my name. My name is Kathy Moser, and then some of them are with my full band, which is called The Promises Collective. So mm-hmm. search under Kathy Moser or Kathy Moser and the Promises Collective, and you can watch them all at your leisure. Wonderful. And it's Kathy with a K and Moser, M-O-S-E-R, right? Yep. Good enough. Yes. And please, if you, if you enjoy them and find them useful, and please share them with your friends in recovery. Our deepest gift is, our deepest hope is that these songs would be, you know, helpful to as many people as possible. We're about to wrap up here, but tell us, Kathy, how can... Folks out here in recovery, maybe long-term recovery, that may never be able to get to one of your workshops, unfortunately. Boy, I'm ready to come to one um, if I can find one. But otherwise, unless we can find a way to do that, or maybe we can, but how do we, how do, we do this? How do we put this creativity into our recovery in our lives? Well, you know, I think one thing is to pay attention to your joy. You know, if you happen to love color or you love fabric, or you love cooking, like if there's something that you just love that you might not have allowed yourself to do, um, I really believe that, you know, we're allowed to be happy here, that that's what, that's what we're here for, is to be happy. So, you know, if there's something that you love, allow yourself to step into it and take little baby steps with it, you know. If you love fabric, like go to a fabric store. If you love paper, go to a paper store, you know. If you love photography, go outside, um, 
you know, allow yourself to follow your joy and then let yourself have a process. Allow it to be imperfect. Allow it to not be beautiful at first. Um, and just relax with that, you know, and um, let yourself do things over and over again and, and let it get better slowly. Um, and then also look for ways that what you're doing, what you love, could be of service to others. Um, that definitely makes it um, more fun. And, you know, pay attention when mistakes are made just to just observe, is that really a mistake or is that is that is that actually cooler that way, you know? Um, so I think it's just about paying attention to what you love and giving yourself the gift of time and the gift of repetition, the gift of process, um, and then the gift of completion. You know, if you're, even if something's not perfect, you know, bring it to a point where you can call it done and then, you know, take what you learned and apply it to the next one. I think so many of us think it has to be perfect and that's just not true. Kathy, thank you so much for being here today on Spirit of Recovery. Our time is up, and uh, what a gift you are. Just amazing. And thank Thank you so much for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Well, we know that we'll be listening to your songs and looking on your website to see what you're up to next and just enjoying and putting into practice all you've shared with us today. Thanks again, Kathy, and thanks for what you're doing. God bless. Thank you, Anna. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with Spirit of Recovery. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for tuning in to Spirit of Recovery with Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D., and her guests. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Pacific for down-to-earth ideas on keeping spirituality in the heart of your recovery. Spirit of Recovery, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. This program is brought to you in part by Soul Matters Ministry in Olympia, Washington, committed to bringing light to the soul. Online at www.soulmatters-spiritworks.org. the key to happiness. Would you like to find the fountain of youth? How about all the money and love that you could handle? Well, my friends, it is there for you. You just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life. You need to be real. Be vulnerable. Be naked. What are you waiting for? Let's get naked. This transformational program with Reverend Heidi Allfree is an invitation to explore and remove the blocks that keep you from emotional freedom. Listen to Heidi and her revealing guests as they embrace the power of spiritual nakedness as a guaranteed way to live an authentic and transparent life. Expose yourself to your greatness on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Time. Let's get naked. No dress code required. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You gotta get rid of your butt. It's bigger than it would appear. It hinders your forward movement when you keep bringing up the rear. Inspiration only takes a moment. Take a moment now to reflect on these words from Rev. Joan Gattuso. According to an ancient Hindu teaching, if you can only speak the truth and tell no lies, either minuscule or outrageous, for 12 consecutive years, you can attain enlightenment. A noble being will always tell the truth. Do you? Begin now with the first step of simply noticing if you do tell the truth immediately or if your first instinct is to alter the facts a bit. Resolve to be honest with yourself and others starting today. And after 4,383 days, you just may become enlightened. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I am an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, 
I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.